Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. The unveilings. Spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Oh, 13 oh. indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish. To raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a Tuesday, another news day, north, east, west, south, west, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, another Suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Blah, blah, 
block talk, this is the block talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full Watch your jaw, the crew is watch us talk Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders Silly rabbit, knowledge for God No matter where you resign, lies, temple of Mars So don't fret or proceed with hesitation Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information Peace Another First World Order Radio blog. I'm your host this evening, Blackwater the Meta Magician. Tips and Tricks Tuesday. Give thanks to those who came forth and those who will come after. Give thanks to the First World Order fam and all those out there, the fam in general. It's been a festive um, day or Seven days, I don't know what that's been a business. Moving along with the energy and whatnot, the energy, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, amen. <laughs> we are Jesus. Jesus are us and amen. That's the mind. So tonight we're going to um, continue with what was, we were talking about last week as far as with uh, tips and tricks. Tuesday and spring cleaning with intent. But this is part duh. Continuation, like I said, sequel. But really, um, it's like we got I got cut off, you know, but I had a came in a little late last week as as well as today, seven thirteen. It's never too late. Ain't nothing late. It's uh, it's right on time. They might not come where you want, but yeah, the Lord is always on time. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Man, but uh, stop playing around for a second. You know how I get. We shall begin in a few minutes, right at the very moment I set it off with. Um, well, yeah, the um, awakening of our people event over the weekend. I think it was the tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Wait, no, today is the twelfth. It was the nineteenth, and um, nineteenth and eleventh. Well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever the dates was on them, I don't, I can't, I can't keep up with it. Like off the top, but it was peace. It was, uh, you know, um, I mean, like it was love. It was a lot of good energy there. The vibrations was very high. The free, high frequencies for real. You know, I missed out on Dr. Lane speaking on that Saturday. Came through Sunday, and um. 
he was uh he was still there, man. It was like it was amazing. Now I'm trying to tell you something though. If you if you don't think there has been a paradigm shift, then you might be deaf, dumb, and blind, or hella keller, basically. Because uh, the potential of our true ultimate reality is now in full spectrum of availability. I'm trying to let you know something. That man, he was, he was, was the guy was sitting right there when I walked in, and when he jumped up, you are, I mean, that dude had more umps than a little bit. He, it ain't nothing, it, the guy, the guy is uh, 100% trust, yeah, he's looking good, you know what I'm saying, taking care of himself, that's, that's what's up, because, you know what I'm saying, I might have mentioned before, my dad said on his, uh, on his um, transitioning bed, he was like, he said, he called my name, said, look, Take care of yourself because ain't nobody going to take care of you for you. So, you know, it's our responsibility to do what we got to do for ourselves out here at this piece. But yeah, it is a, being a paradigm shift. You know, they're calling it the, uh, it's called the age of Aquarius and whatnot. And the information age by the new ages now, but this is the age of light, basically. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a vessel, and every vessel holds something. It's a container, basically, right? And every container holds something. And in particular, that something can be looked upon like it is light, basically, or information. And that light can also be deciphered as uh, the infinite, immortal, eternal, hidden light of the intelligence, like I like to call it, or basically ancestral information, or the ark star, you know, the life star being ancestral, or also the Merkaba, the counter rotating field of the spirit and and uh, soul, and also from my own perspective, it can also be termed as um, the nano diamonds. We spoke on it before, but the nano diamonds that were formed into carbon that eventually formed into light or the melanated populace of the planet Earth, right? So that those came down with the comments or meteors that crashed into this domain like eons ago, you know what I mean? But these nano diamonds are basically um, step-down information, meaning um, step-down light code spectrums or information from universal or cosmic, you know what I'm saying, cosmic to galactic to solaric, and then to photonic information or light that eventually fills every vessel or object and and it is a subject to that. Every object is subject to that. The Emerald Tablet um, states, uh, Emerald Tablet that was developed by so-called Tahuti, but, you know, Tahuti or Hermes is not really a person. It's a, a group. It was, a, I guess you could say, a faction, but really it was like the initiates. And inside of that school of thought, they had a, what was called Tahuti, which means, um, it's not like two waves. No, um, not two waves. That's my eyes. Ma'ati, Tahuti is two sides, and it means, um, matter of fact, I got the meta meta right here, so I ain't going to know it, but it's all good. Uh, we got the references sitting around somewhere. Madhu Nakia, the divine book, the divine words, word of God, words of the gods. Let me locate that real quick for you. Um, 
Here we are. To measure, yeah, yeah, to weigh. To who means to measure, and T means dual. So to weigh the two sides, meaning the left and right brain. You know what I mean? So inside of that, um, the immortality state, uh, what, what does it say? It says it overcomes every subtle thing. No, it it, pen, it overcomes yeah, it overcomes every subtle thing and penetrates every solid thing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, right above that, it states also, um, what is it? At the beginning, it says, uh, truth without, truth without, um, let, me, let me go into meditation and get it right. Truth without falsehood, a certain and most truth, that which is below corresponds to that which is above, and that which is above corresponds to that which is below. By virtue of uh, what is the state after that? That which is below. Through transformation of the one. Ah, boy, I need to have it wrote down on it, but to that which is below. By way of uh, transformation, I have to go into it deep, but it's like a, by way of transformation through the meditation of one mind. And through, the, through that one, through that one, Thereby, see, I'm trying to come off the head with it. Uh, truth without falsehood is certainly most true. That which is below corresponds to that which is above, and that which is above corresponds to that which is below. By way, um, that which is below. One mind, meditation. And through this meditation, that's why transformations, I have to go to it. Let me go to it real quick. Here it is, Alexander. Uh, of course, I that through the meditation of the one. Okay, and to accomplish the yeah, that's where I was messing. Above corresponds that with love. Um, to accomplish the miracles of the one thing, and just as all things come from this one thing through the meditation of the one mind, so do all created things originate from this one thing to transformation. All right, so going back down, it states right there. Um, it states that uh, it penetrates every solid thing and overcomes every subtle thing. And that with photonic information, that, that light, as the biblical script says in Matthew, if thy eyes fill with light, then thy whole body is filled with light, that body being the vessel, being the container. Um, look at uh, the letter B again in Hebrew, it, it's base or whatever, B-E-T-H, bay. You know what I'm saying? Also, we also can look at how we have the word bay as a as a, as a title of distinction, as they, bay, ill, or whatnot, and that is the, the last name or whatnot, but really the title of distinction meaning uh, uh, supremely God, you know what I'm saying? But um, bay, in this aspect of Hebrew, it means house. It also means a container in a metaphysical sense. So this house or this container is holding information, it's holding light. You know what I'm saying? So it's not I, that house, that container is filled with light, then the whole house is filled with light. Seeing Dr. Eileen, hell baby, you know what I'm saying, jump up and, you know, and do his thing, that's fuel right there. That's energy, that's vitality, that's revitalization from a situation that looks a little a bleak at a moment, but in actuality, the brother, you know what I'm saying, 
it's ahead of the game, you know what I'm saying, defeating all odds, you know what I'm saying, get thanks because, you know what I mean, that right there is so improved that whatever the guys is, we, we here. we here right now. The Nuggets is here. We're we doing this, the daggone thing, you best believe, and and they can't stop regardless, you know what I'm saying, but get thanks, you know what I'm saying, that's that ancestral energy, that's the hidden light of the intelligence, you know, that we be talking about. I got that that title right there, Hidden Light, from Dr. Valentine a minute back, and I get thanks for that. I just added on a little something, the infinite, immortal, eternal, hidden light of the intelligence. And basically, you know what I'm saying, I know that's a play on words and it's a little wordy, but basically what that is saying is offering us that, uh, it's saying basically what it is. It is that infinite, immortal, internal, meaning it's inside, hidden light of the intelligence. You know what I'm saying? We're always looking for something outside of ourselves when in actuality where it is, it ain't local. You know what I'm saying? It's not localized somewhere in time and space or time space. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing outside of it that's going to come and, and pick us up and fly us off of here like to talk about. There's nothing, no man going to come off the cross and, you know, save us from our sins. You know what I'm saying? That's up to each individual. We got to come down off the cross. The cross is, is man, basically, fire air, water, and earth, you know what I'm saying? So those those modalities and mixed in with spirit create what we have as the, the pentagram or whatnot, but also creates what we have as mind over matter, you know what I'm saying? Mind being the spirit, and then the matter is those different four modalities, the four physical modalities of fire, air, water, and earth. So coming down off of those modalities, which also have sense relationships, you know what I'm saying? So through those sense relationships or emotions, we tend to become enslaved by the matter, you know what I'm saying, or the ma'at-er, when there is no balance. You know, ma'at-er meaning or basically when we break it down into the ancient script, ma'at being balance or whatnot, and the er meaning light, so balancing the light, ma'at-er in a, in a higher vibration or a higher frequency of that word, matter. So matter is prevalent and matter is, is, is good, is powerful. Yet we can't be dominated by it, you know what I'm saying? So seeing how he, you know, flipped the mold on it is due to the fact that that's mind over matter by utilizing certain principles inside of his inner sizes. Yeah, yeah, come on. Peace. Y'all got good meals? Yeah. Um, and by utilizing that power, that inner strength, that inner God, that energy, you know what I'm saying? That that brother is doing what he was doing. It looked like he's doing it even better. You know what I'm saying? That, and I get thankful. We all get thanks because he taught us the things, you know what I'm saying? And that ancestral information is flowing through him like that as well, meaning the hidden light of the intelligence, that inner melanin and that external melanin, you know what I'm saying, doing this daggone, daggone thing. And, and like I said, trust and know. Don't believe it. Know it. You know what I'm saying? Inside of belief, inside of belief, there is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like evil lied to in the midst of the garden or whatnot and all that stuff. You know, that's mythology and shit, though. That that means basically it's just a play on knowledge and then how that is systematically being introduced in different formats. But to know the truth is to know my, is to know balance, is to know who you are and that's love. You know what I'm saying? And being loved, that means you're God. You know what I mean? It's basically unitary, and that's fine. We, we're here, and, and like I said, there that has been a paradigm shift. The 2012 or whatever thing, I don't know, you know, that was 
years a few years ago, but as we speak in, in now time, in zero time, you can even look at the clock and see that that clock ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Something going on with the hours in the day, the rules of the day or whatnot. So we are now moving towards and are in a perpetual state of Godhood. So let's play with it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's master this illusion and get it all together properly. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go into um, the first part of today's F. And it's, and, you know, like I said, it's spring cleaning with intent. And just to talk about some of the things. Well, I met a, we met a couple of uh, brothers, of course. Uh, the headliners of the show, Dr. Eileen, um, Tosh Tariq, um, Seth and Rob Bay. R.B. Bay wasn't there on the day that we uh, showed up. Me and my family, my sister and a couple of brothers, we went up, went up through there. Um, and also, Cujo had already spoke the day before. He, Cujo Bear, he was not there as well. Cujo L, I'm, 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 I might have that affiliation wrong. Forgive yourself if so. But uh, at any rate, meeting the God, uh, Taj Tariq, and sitting right that was definitely, um, that was beautiful to see those brothers in, in the flesh like that. It was it was uh, completely different from you know viewing them on YouTube or or seeing them or you know in the astral or whatnot and, and just participate with them, with them right there right there like that it was powerful you know what I'm saying those are some powerful brothers and um so from from that from being introduced to those brothers and having a conversation with uh Scott and Robbe on some on some other things metaphysical things as well as uh getting my status to correct and working on the temple here in my ter- in this territory, yet there was one thing that we spoke on, and that was emotion. You know what I'm saying? He dealing with certain things as far as the martial arts as I, I have participated with myself. We got to speak talking about yin and yang and different relationships to uh, emotions and energies within the body, anatomically speaking, the physiological structure. So I'm gonna play something. Um, it just—it was a coincidence, I guess, or is ironic? No, but I don't think so. It's how the spirit moves. He had mentioned to me. He said, "You know, I'm on YouTube." He's like, "Yeah, he on YouTube." So he's like, "Just go and check out some of my um, YouTube's and stuff." So I pulled up one, and it just so happened the first one that I started listening to actually related to emotion. So I'm gonna play that real quick. And um, then we're going to go into the actual, uh, uh-oh, it looks like both of them are saying that. Oh, wait, I don't know which one is which. That's to the friend. Uh, hold up. Um, let me see, which one did I? Yeah, this is it right here. So I'm going to play this real quick. And so after these messages, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question and just be honest. Just by a show of hands, how many people in here have discipline? Be honest. Before? Yeah, discipline. Be honest, hold up. I have discipline. Now, when you talk about discipline, and you say you have discipline, 
Does that mean if you go back on something you said you was going to do, you're not disciplined? Yeah. It does. Y'all gonna talk to me today? Well, I'm gonna say, hey, we do it a lot. 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 A lot of people say I'm gonna do something, and, and, and you go and you, you do a little bit of procrastinating, you play around, and you say, all right, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, and before you know it, it's too big to get to it. It's already gone. So at some point, we all have to actually just, just like kind of barrel down and sit down and figure out what it is that we really want. Because we say we want a lot. I want this, I want that. I want this, I want that. If you really want what you say you want, then you're going to have to do some sacrifices to get it. Sacrifice comes along with discipline. Sacrifice is a big word. A lot of people don't like sacrifice. Because what what's that mean? That means you have to go or do without something. <laughs> and usually it's something that you want or something that you like. So at some point, you got to discipline yourself and you got to say, all right, you know what? I'm going to step back and I'm not going to do this. Me, me for example. I like potato chips. Probably. <laughs> a couple people know that. I like potato chips. Probably more than anybody should. But, because i got a couple little health issues going on, some cholesterol and stuff like that, I can't do this. I can take a bag like that and put them away all by myself. Don't need none of your help. So it takes extreme discipline because it's almost, for me to go in the store and see a bag of chips, it's almost like putting crack in the crack house and just leaving them in there. He won't smoke all the crack, I'll eat all the chips. <laughs> so it takes extreme discipline for me to say, all right, I'm not going to do it. Now, it might seem like that's a small thing for some people to say, oh man, it's only chips. But addiction is addiction. Whether it's chips, whether it's cigarettes, whether it's laziness whether it's crack, whatever it is, addiction is addiction. And it takes extreme discipline to fix an addiction. A lot of us got what we call excuse-making down pat. Well, I couldn't be there because of this. Well, I was low-leak because of that. I ain't making no excuse today. I was late. I ain't making no excuse. I was late. I don't make effort. I mean, I don't make a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Habit. I don't make a habit out of being late. I'm not going to show up late every chance I get. I'm not just going to keep on pushing the envelope and, and just keep showing up at 1205, 1210, and 1220, and 1240. You can't keep on doing that. At some point, we got to learn discipline. we got to learn management of time. We talked about time in class before. Anybody got a service <clears> The <throat> First question I put on this page is can we control our emotions? So, I spoke on emotions before, and I'm asking y'all, can we control our emotions? I don't think so. It depends on the we who you're talking about. <laughs> when I say we, I'm talking about everybody in the whole. I ain't talking about me and you. I'm talking about people as a whole. Yes and no. I'm going to read the definition of emotion. Emotion is a noun. The etymology, French, from Latin. Emotio, emobio, to move. To move from Italian emotion, literally a moving of the mind or soul. Hence, any agitation of the mind or excitement of sensibility. That's from the 1828 Webster's Dictionary. So that's what me and JW just established. Literally a moving of the mind or soul. Now, once that soul gets touched, sometimes we react. Whether it's laughing, whether it's crying, 
whether it's anger. Sometimes at a, at a moment's notice, we react. Speaking on emotions, you know what I'm saying, and also discipline. It requires it requires an ample amount of discipline to master one's emotions, basically. You know, the emotions are very um, powerful, and they can be a friend, but they should not be a master. You have to master our emotions. You know, the emotions basically energy emotion if you want to call it, but as he as he was stating, emotions from the definitive as well as etymology from motionless Latin to French is excitement, stimulation or an agitation of the mind or soul. So it's something external that will stimulate or agitate the mind or the soul. And when that emotion is stimulated, sometimes we may react in a way that is not necessarily uh, beneficial for our prosperity and our uh, manifestation. Prosperity not meaning just a physical um, type of wealth from monetary notes or what, or what have you, but prosperity meaning the propagation of our family and how substantial our family will be in wealth, not money, but a perspective of health, not wealth of of uh, some type of stature that can be um, classified or clarified through what I have in the bank that's physical or what I have in the bank that's mental, emotional, and spiritual from a physical point of view. You know what I'm saying? So that prosperity is far more important than having something that I can touch and feel or that's tangible. You know, when we look at the word tangier, it relates to the word tax. Tangier is the Latin form of where we get the word tax, and tax means to hold a bearing on something, to, to weigh something down, to tax it. So the physical reality, when it's not in touch or in tune with the intelligence or the hidden light of the intelligence, so basically... Your, what we are, our potential, our innate ability, the breath, basically, you know what I'm saying, or the light that we are infused with through this vessel that we are walking around in, this, this Merkel bar, you know, the counter-rotating um, field for the spirit and soul. So these two sides, the lower and the higher selves, when not in conjunction with each other, they are conflicting, and that can, can cause that can cause disastrous effects due to us not mastering or controlling those emotions. And I'm going to read from uh, the Divine Hymns of Akhenaten by Dr. Suru Ali Milbay and Kadir Ma'at El Bayjir. Thanks. I received this um, from them over the weekend at that event. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to read is actually an excerpt, excerpt out of, I'm not sure I'm saying the word right out of uh, the Circle Seven. First I'm gonna read uh, out of read out of the um one oh one oh two Quran questions, one questions 
for Moore's children, and it states, what is the devil sometimes called? And the answer is the lower self. How many cells are there? And the answer is, name them. What the higher self and the lower self? What people represent the higher self? The angels who protect the holy city of Mecca. What people represent the lower self? Those who were cast out of the holy city of Mecca. And those who accept their teachings. What is the higher self? The higher self is the mother of virtues and the harmonies of life and breeds justice, mercy, love, and right, and right as my eyes. Can the higher self pass away? No. Why? Because it is Allah and man. What does the lower self read? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, and everything that harms. What did the higher self say to the lower self at one time when he met him? Where are you going, Satan? What was the answer that the lower self gave to the higher self? I am going to and fro, the earth seeking who I may devour. Has he finished his task of devouring? Yes. When has his time declared? When was his time declared out? When he nailed Jesus on the cross. And that's the that's the physical representation from uh I guess you could say a um a more or less allegorical sense, you know what I'm saying? Like we were just saying, when was his time declared when he nailed Jesus on the cross? So when Jesus was nailed on the cross, or those four modalities, Jesus being the spirit, the light, or whatnot, that's the intelligence, was nailed on the cross for the physical, then that's when the devil was devoured. So as soon as we came into to this realm of existence and we are we are represented as the physical entity, we actually were victorious. You know, we look at it like, oh, Lord, I'm, I'm alive or whatever, or I'm living or I live, that's devil backwards, you know what I'm saying, or you know, going the opposite way, lives, and we feel that we have uh, lost some type of battle because we become frustrated. That's only due to forgetfulness, due to uh, a brainwashing um, technique that has been developed over a millennium. It's not just over the last hundred years. It's been going on for some time now. You know what I'm saying? It's just basically learned behavior that has been passed down through the genetics, and it's also called eugenics, you know what I'm saying, genocide. So these um, this development of this uh, exterior type of manipulation that has uh, caused a lot of detriment or a lot of um, upheaval of different things that have affected us in the community of melanated people as well as the worldwide uh, effect, but basically indigenous people from the jump is now coming to an end because who is on the cross from the jump? The light, you know what I'm saying? or the spirit is infused with those four modalities. And then when we come down off the cross, we're not coming down, touching the ground like we talked about, because once we have become aware of what we would call energy and motion and how those things pan out from an external, how it can be touched and, and then manipulated from those external values, then we have mastered the emotion and we come down off the cross, levitating and floating up. You know what I'm saying? Jesus came down where he do, so-called he, he went up. But that means we're now going up. The higher self is the mother of virtues and the harmonies of life and brings justice. That's my eye. That's balance. You know what I'm saying? So that justice is, is what we are here for. You know what I'm saying? And when we find that ta- when we find our task and our right of a passage, then that's what we should conclude on and that's what we should continue on as we walk. You know what I mean? So or as we levitate. Basically, we move up. Again, 
speaking on the higher self and the lower self, remember the higher self conceives. The higher self is consciousness. It creates, it conceives, you know, borns the reality that's going on. The brain is only, it receives. It's the receiver and then it translates the reality. The personality, which is the lower self, the personality or the ego, basically proceeds and then reacts and responds to the reality that the higher self is created. So we created this before we got here, or we manifested this before we got here, and we just now, you know, knocking on the door, we're going to see what's on the other side when it was already there. You know, so God is here. You know, the Nagas is here, and the tears are here. You know, we're doing this and uh, seeing it unfold right before our own perception. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a beautiful unfoldment. That's the, the sister Mother Ma'at mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we were down at the, at the event, um, the Melanated event for the Equinox at Dr. Aline Kadira's abode, Give Thanks. She had stated that uh, it was actually a phone call, but she had stated that, you know, it's a fabric, it's a um, fragmented uh, uh, blanket that's over us right now. You know what I'm saying? But she she also stated from that, she said from that fact fragmented blanket, as a people, we are slowly but surely putting a beautiful quilt together, you know what I'm saying, thread by thread. You know what I'm saying? And when those threads is tight, as as we know, the threads are the interconnections of all things in this cosmic or universal solaric well galactic solaric uh, realm. So all these things are interconnected on the external, also interconnected on the internal. So if we work together as a unit, collectively, first individually, you know, individual dual self first, the self then the source, and then as a as the community collectively comes together, community meaning to come together as one, then we'll see that, you know, interconnection from all, the source. You know what I'm saying? The all is mine, M-I-N-D, mind. You know what I'm saying? So being that the all is mine, then that's a virtuous aspect once the revelation of it is, and the full potential of it is brought to its full spectrum. And, and that's what's going on. Like you said, we've seen it. We've seen it happen in all uh, different angles the station. And so we're going to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And now going into uh, the uh, the Circle 7, this is Chapter 3, The Little Who's Lesson, The Unity of Light. So right here it states, again, the little who met his pupils in the sacred grove and said, no man lives unto himself, for every living thing is bound by cords to every other living thing. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will love and not demand love in return. They will not do to other men what they would not have other men do unto them. They are two selves the higher and the lower self. The higher self is a human spirit clothed with soul, made in the form of Allah. The lower self, the carnal self, the body of desires, is a reflection of higher self, distorted by the murky ethers of the flesh. The lower self is an illusion and will pass away. The higher self is Allah and man and will not pass away. The higher self is the embodiment of truth. The lower self is truth reversed, and so is falsehood manifest. The higher self is justice, mercy, love, and right. The lower self is what the higher self is not. 
The lower self breeds hatred, slander, movements, murders, theft, and everything that harms the higher self and everything that harms. The lower self breeds hatred, slander, movements, murders, theft, and everything that harms. The higher self is mother of the virtues and the harmonies of life. The lower self is rich in promises, but poor in blessedness and peace. It offers pleasure, joy, and satisfying gain, but gives unrest, misery, and death. It gives many apples that are lovely to the eye and pleasant to the smell. Their cores are full of bitterness and gall. If you were ask me what to study, I would say yourselves. And when you would have studied them and then would ask me what to study next, I would reply, yourselves. He who knows well his lower self knows the illusions of the world, knows of the things that pass away, and he who knows his higher self knows Allah, the source, knows well the things that cannot pass away. So the higher self, again, the higher self does what? It creates and conceives this reality. The higher self is the one that is actually borning and birthing what is and has and will take place. The higher self is permanent. It is the source. It is the intelligence, you know. So the lower self being the personality or what we would call ego is not a bad thing but yet it has to be tamed. It is the animal within. It's the reptilian brain, the R complex. It's the emotional side of ourself. The limbic brain and the R complex have those complexities within it to where if not uh, participated with in a, a point where we are observing and really noticing what is taking place through those emotional and sensual type of gratifications, then we can be overran and overtaken by those emotions and senses through the limbic operation of emotions and the sensual apparatus of the R complex. So those lower feelings that are dealing with the root chakra, you know what I mean, can have some type of uh, delay on certain aspects of who and what we have it can obtain through our uh, manipulation of those energies. But when it's not, because when it's done in a lower sense or the lower self is operating and manipulating those energies, it's going to be in a repetitive manner to where it only is gratified through a false sense of pleasure because it's, it's, that is not permanent. You know what I'm saying? That is, a, we call it real, but in actuality, it's, trans, it's transitory. You know what I'm saying? We have to go back to it to get it. You know what I mean? Whereas if I take away the sense of breath, if I take away the breath, then there's no more going back to it. You know what I mean? I don't have to eat this every day. I don't have to look at that every day. I ain't got to touch this certain thing every day. But I do have to, something does, and it's basically feeling anyway. I don't have to look at certain things every day, but something has to touch the nerves of the, you know, the olfactory nerve in order for us to be in this present now moment. So that, that is powerful right there, but yet still what is touching it, you know what I'm saying, that's the hidden light of the intelligence, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. going in the vessel, and that's how we participate with what we are participating with, but when we're not observing our participation properly in that trial self, then the doer is the one that is operating the knower, the knower, the thinker, the doer, that's the trial self, who is actual, who is the actualization of the source and inside of this physical realm 
is not thinking for itself. So therefore, it can't do for itself. So inside of us not doing for ourselves, someone else is doing. That's why we had this straw man. We got this birth certificate, you know what I'm saying? So, so we so-called wars of the state until we put forth that conscious movement through the intelligence to go out and take leadership or self-govern one's own self. You know what I'm saying? Right now, we governance. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people out here, or what we would call people, a person, are governed by something external. And that would be government. Government means to dictate one's mind. You know what I'm saying? So we are, we are being manipulated by sources that are not permanent, that are not of the same pedigree of what we would call intelligence. And that would be our ancestral information that is in our DNA, that is filling the darkness or the cave with light. You know what I'm saying? So. Once we once that step or those processes are taken properly in our prop we will actually that's what's take that's what's going on though. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't about uh who has the most or who everyone has to work together as as it's stated right here, everything is interconnected through COVID. You know what I'm saying? So that beautiful blanket is now being put together. You feel me? So it's all interconnected. There's no stops, no breaks. You know what I'm saying? If we're looking at something like there's a separate separate um, type of uh, reality from one thing to another, then we're not looking inside first. We're looking at the external values of those things, and, and that's not as valuable as what's going on. So our sovereignty or our, um, uh, our status on the higher self-realm versus the lower self-realm, which will be the, the straw man, is now being complete, you know, or is going into that that realm of completion where it's already at on the other side of that door, you know what I'm saying? That's peace. All right? So that is, uh, you know, going, in, going into now what and how we can manipulate or transform those emotions, what we call negative emotions, into positive emotions. Hotel, peace. All right, see y'all in a minute. Anthony, Anthony Bates. <laughs> peace, peace, God. All right, but um, so when we go into that realm of uh, mastering those lower emotions, we have this uh, exercise or inside that we like to perform here. I'm saying some tricks called the inner smile meditation. So we're going to go into the inner smile meditation and then. Um, Continue with the Discord and uh, part itself. I'm going to put on, well, hold one before we go into that. As this is also something else that I wanted to bring forth um, in in light of what I'm, I'm talking about as far as emotion, but also how we can reprogram our DNA um, to create a healthier body. And that's basically what the inner smile meditation is. It seems like in the, it seems that in the last like 150 years, the scientific community and basically society in general has believed that um, that human beings are programmed by their DNA, and that once it's in there, it's in there, it's in our genes. You know, what I'm saying people are like, oh, you know, cancer runs in my family, or uh, I got the cancer gene, I'm gonna die the age of 50, or my dad was bald, so I'm going to be bald too, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, but these are just 
cliche, you know, and we tell ourselves these things. So as soon as we speak these words into our genes, new poo, I am, um, you know, type of affirmations, but this is on a lower frequency, then that's what happens to the genes. You know what I'm saying? Our, and if you know, our DNA contains our genetic code. So when we've been taught to believe that there is no control over our DNA, and that we are at the mercy of our genes, and that our genes dictate our physical, emotional, and behavioral traits, then that's what we will go into, and that's how we unfold our life within that pattern of thought. And it also, if, I mean, you have to look at this DNA, which is a double helix. It is a fixed structure, and they say that it can't be changed. Now, recently, scientists have done a few tests on the, on the DNA, and what they have learned is that through the study of innate changes in the gene function, that when we have positive, heartfelt type of feelings going within the emotions, that the DNA actually expands. And it goes, it grows outwardly. But when we have um, feelings of fear or resent or anger or any type of lower emotion, that the DNA actually tightens up and it comes into a bind and it's not being able to have its full potential be expressed. So when we tell ourselves certain things that are of a low frequency, or we go through an emotional change or reaction that's at a low frequency, our DNA actually tightens up and it doesn't expand. But when we tell ourselves, speak to our DNA or our genes, our genetics, the intelligence, because inside God speaks or the pineal gland speaks to the genes through light and sound, when that goes in there and is expressed in love and is genuine, then it is the DNA expands. And that's what uh, the esoteric ancestors that the ancient masters was talking about was how the DNA will go from two to four to six to eight to twelve to an infinite amount of different expressions through the expression of sound and light. So when that sound and light is at a higher frequency and not at a lower vibration or a lower frequency, then that DNA or the genes which reside within the DNA expand, and then the genes or the genetics, our ancestors can actually actualize or we can hear them speak to us, basically through the step-down light code spectrum that we will call um, photonic energy, solaric energy, um, cosmic energy, or universal energy, or universal light and sound that's coming down at all times through the breath inside of us as a vessel filling us with that potential and that power, basically. So, when the emotion is one way altered, in one way can alter the DNA. And there are many other ways that this can happen. You know, they've done uh, different tests, like a magnet with magnetic fields and whatnot, to um, see if they. And then they did alter. The scientists have altered it that way. That the emotions can be altered through emotion is how I was just mentioning. So we're going to go into. Um, um, the inner smile meditation, basically the fusion of the five elements and the transforming of negative emotions through the inner smile meditation is what it's called. It's a book by Montauk Chia, and you can pick up out there and actually do this at home. I go over the first part because, like I said, you know, the Bruce Lee statement, 
you utilize what's useful. And anything else, you know what I'm saying, just regard. It's, the whole book is good, but it goes into other uh, aspects of building different parts of oneself, the spiritual, the, and, you know, the, the animal self with, with totems and whatnot, and then mastering the emotional part. But this this part right here is where I was introduced as far as one of my first meditations. So I, I go back to it inside of the other meditations that I've learned. Uh, for my and for my own personal uh, experience, it has been very beneficial inside of uh, my journey thus far. Okay, so we're gonna go into it. I'm gonna bring up the. Um, I'm about to play the 528 hertz in the background as uh, as we go over the inner smile meditation. Yeah. 
thyroid and the thyroid gland. Now smile. Smile. Doesn't have to be a hard one. Breathe in, in heaven, and we go to the living. Color is green, 
the negative emotion is anger. And then we change, we transform that negative emotion to acceptance. We breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, and we exhale out. Transform that negative emotion anger to acceptance and respond to color green. The Lord drops down, we stop the color of the red and white. And now the green is following the color of the green. And the river region. Once again, we breathe in. Color is green, the negative emotion is anger. Transform the negative emotion to acceptance. Follow the color green towards the lower box now. We make the low belly button and we breathe out. Now we go to the kidney region. The color is black, the negative emotion is fear. The positive emotion that we will transform fear to true. So breathe in. Color black, kidney region, following the energy, color black, transforming the negative emotion, the fear, fear, and then we breathe out some pain. Roll back down, color green, light red, color. Black, keep in the kidney region, negative emotion is clear, transform the negative emotion to then we breathe out to the lower doxion, and transform the negative emotion to the Mixing the combining of colors, black, green, light, and red. Dark, young, little, kidney, now we go to the spleen. The color is yellow. The negative emotion is worrying. Transform the negative emotion, hatred, and wisdom. So we breathe in. We have the color is yellow. And transform the negative emotion of worry, hatred, and wisdom. So we breathe in. Breathe in once again. 
Now that we have collected all those energies of the organ system together as one, we form a ball, form a golden ball with all those energies. The red of the heart, the white of the lungs, the green of the liver, the black of the kidneys, and the yellow of the spleen. Bring all those colors together as one, spiral together like a rainbow, the golden light, and then form that orb and push that orb towards your third and fifth vertebrae and out, then up towards the seventh and eighth um, um, vertebrae. Those would be the lumbar vertebrae, the third and fifth lumbar vertebrae, and then we go up to the um, seventh and eighth, if I'm not mistaken, um, vertebrae within the spine. Those are the teeth. Uh, I think that's the thoracic vertebrae. And then we go up to the sixth vertebrae in the, the cervical vertebrae, and then to the top of the crown, then under the nose and breathe out at the palate. Sounds a little complicated, but basically just go in a cycle from the lower back right up, right where the, low, where the belly button is in, it coincides or parallel to the lower back where the spine is located. And then just go up the, the spine, up to the top of the head, and then see this golden ball, this, this orb, and when it gets to the nose, exhale, and let it go back down, and then back under, and then back around. And you can do that rotation for as many cycles as you please. That's what I, I call the nutrition, but it's also called the microcosmic orbit. You can locate that online as well. I call it nutrition because basically it's going, it's, nutrition means divine and shin means cycle. So it's the divine cycle or the divine infinite cycle. And this is how we operated in the womb when we were in the birth process. This is how we breathe. We're breathing in the womb of our mother. We would breathe from our belly, and that energy would cycle around the spine, go to the crown chakra or whatnot, and then we would exhale and it would go back down. And we, it was a pumping action that we were producing to assimilate the nutrient, to get the nutrients or the food elements from our mother while we were in the womb. That's why it's called nutrition. This is basically nutrition. All right. So that's how we get that nutrition that we have taken in from the, our daily processes and we assimilate it through the cells or through cocktail or the um, spirit of God that's here. I give thanks. That was um, the divine cycle nutrition, or and the inner smile meditation. So that would that all bridges in with the emotions and mastering the emotions versus um, being mastered by the emotions. Remember, the emotions are a good friend. You know what I'm saying? Yet we don't want to be mastered by our friends. Or it's a good, you know, it's good to be at one with our friends, not to be mastered by. Them, you know what I mean? So. In that unification of being at one with our our peers or whatnot, then we are at one with all. You know what I'm saying? When the emotions are um, the the driver of so-called car, you know what I'm saying, or the vehicle, the vessel, then that's when that tightening or that binding of the DNA or the genetics will not be unleashed properly. And we won't hear what we need to hear for my inner self. 
You know what I'm saying? So that that's a good exercise to activate and unleash those potentials within. You know what I'm saying? I know it works. Uh, that's like I said. That is one of the initial meditations that I was introduced outside of um, Tear and a few other meditations. Basically, it was Tear and the Inner Smile that I um I started with myself back in a, just a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Not to go too into that too much because it's all one day. You know what I mean? Good thanks. And um. Now, we're going to keep it moving um, with a little bit more of the, the dialect I had uh, with the dialogue, I mean, that I had put together. Some of it is already touched on, like, what the health benefits of meditation are. But before we go into that, um, I'm going to play something else for you guys. I know I might get some uh, copyright infringement. Clauses sent to me in the mail. Give thanks, though. You know what I mean. It's all good. We all families. You know what I mean. And for a positive cause. So, um, what I'm gonna play for you guys is uh, is um something from Underground Railroad. Give thanks to Bro Rich and um, this is Blue Pill right here speaking on, basically speaking on what took place with the good brother. Give thanks um. Fight dog a couple of days ago, Lord Malik, you know what I'm saying, give thanks for his contribution and his life, you know what I'm saying. He did a great deal for the hip-hop community and for the community in general, you know what I'm saying, and his life is greatly respected, and I give reference, and uh, I give thanks personally to, because he was one of my idols growing up, you know what I'm saying. I looked up to the brother. You know what I'm saying? And to, you know, Tribe Called Quest in, in general, but as one of the groups that, you know, if I, if there's a such thing as wanting to follow suit and be like something or someone, that was one of them groups, you know what I'm saying? And they were conscious, you know, at a time when consciousness wasn't really uh, anything. It was like it was starting to fade out a little bit when uh, they they got on the scene and was, it was really doing a thing like to talk about movement, what in, this, what in mainstream as it was like with um Rakim and uh you know when when uh Guru and them was coming through, you know, give thanks to that brother as well in his life and his contribution. But to go let's get into this uh right here real quick because I'll be ranting and raving for a few so here is um here is brother Blue Pill right here building on certain aspects of our community. In general, I forget thanks. You know what I'm saying? After these messages, yeah. Because you know, we a lot of us we in this hip hop culture, uh, um, and and it seems as though a lot of the brothers from hip hop are dying from health complications. So what is it? What's the connection between a hip hop lifestyle and health? Because Obviously, there needs to be some change. Some changes need to be made. Um, we had Heavy D, Nate Dogg, Guru, DJ Easy Rock, Sean Price. These are some people that passed away. We had uh, Little Wayne with some health complications. Uh, Rick Ross with some health complications with the with the seizures. So it's like you know, I wanna uh, you know, we all gotta influence each other. To live a better, healthier lifestyle. 
Because, you know, it's about that time that we change our lifestyle. But talk to me, Blue. Talk to me about this hip-hop lifestyle, health, and the fact that all these brothers is dying at the at a young age of 40-something. Hip-hop, in essence, is a microcosm of the macrocosm. And in this particular instance, the macrocosm that we're a part of is street culture. You know what I'm saying? It's street life. So in street life, we were told that... um. You're not going to live to see 21. And if you live to see 25, there's something special about you, all right? And we lived according to that particular ma- that particular mantra, you know what I'm saying? We lived a fast life. We lived a reckless lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? We hold no bars when it came to the pleasures of the everyday experience because we were living like fireflies, right? Quick burnout. We got to get this thing quick, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not promised tomorrow. There are no promises. Tomorrow's definitely not promised. So there was a particular way that we approached uh, this particular lifestyle. And, of course, even after the era of the golden era of Tribe Core Quest's era, things of that nature, when it became more materialistic and commercialized, then, you know, and hip-hop specifically was living in the clubs, Early early 80s, it lived in a club scene, and it was surrounded by champagne and cocaine and what have you. But now, fast forward, now you got Wolves, now you got Molly, or you got Ecstasy earlier, in, you know what I mean, in the early 90s or mid-90s or what have you. And you had the Blunts, okay, that became a staple in hip-hop. 40 ounces, all sorts of liquors and alcohols and things of that nature. And it was a convergence where, you know... Everything just became about that particular lifestyle. So collectively, if we're talking about hip-hop representing a body of people, the liver of that body was swimming in alcohol. The liver of that body was also dealing with, um, or the kidneys and everything else, was dealing with metabolizing all of the heavy sugars. You know what I'm saying? This is at the same time that the hoods were inundated not only with crack cocaine, but all of the sugary foods, you know what I'm saying, the frosted flakes and, you know, and, and, and just the, the, the quarter waters and the candies, the convenience stores, you could go on every corner and find all of these sugary foods. And we were participating in it, and we were promoting it, you know what I'm saying? But little did we know that these would be extreme debilitating factors that would catch up to us in our adulthood because we were not, thinking about being adults that was not being promoted to us but the education wasn't necessarily there to say look you know let's go vegan so there was a lot of things that were taking place that didn't have the um the 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 proper balance or the proper nurturing all right hip-hop is pretty much so much youthful that there's no parentage involved so if your parents leave you alone you know what i'm saying if you home alone for six months and all you got is Frosted Flakes and Kool-Aid and what have you, you're going to go ape with that. You know what I'm saying? That's going to become your staple. That's going to become your diet. And I think that that's what's reflecting in regards to, if we look at the body politics of hip-hop as a whole, it's sick. The people in there are sick. It's a deaf culture. And that's what we're seeing, the results of. There's really not an emphasis that's being taken on diet because that's not fun. You know what I'm saying? And our people just want to be in a state of euphoria where they can eat what they want and do what they want. They don't have no discipline, and they're uh, very reluctant to listen to anyone 
who has any information that they feel is going to take something away from them for them to be more responsible and ultimately, you know, continue the longevity of them being around for themselves and their prosperity for their children. We're not thinking like that as a people. You know what I'm saying? I've yet to meet a nigga that got a 100-year plan, a 50-year plan. You feel me? So, yeah, we're going to be susceptible to all of these uh, debilitating, you know, quote-unquote black people are the, the, the leading candidates in all of health issues in America. Every last one of them. Every last one. And yet health is not a main issue and main conversation in our community. There's more rappers that are dying from health issues than gunshots. But yet the emphasis is still on the fucking East and the West Coast beef. They still talking about Biggie and Pac. You know how many rappers done died since Biggie and Pac? From health issues in their 40s? We could do a drum roll. It's a bunch of them. Nate Dogg. Jay Dilla. Big Pun. Fife. Guru. MC Breed. Pimp C. It's a bunch of them. You know what I'm saying? It's continuous. Like niggas is smoking oregano in the hood. You feel me? There's the same generation that grew up off of 40 ounces. Like, what are the repercussions and the ramifications of that 30 or 40 years later? That's what we're seeing. How are these men able to rebound themselves if they volunteer for such drastic assaults on their being? You know what I'm saying? On their physicology by way of participating in everything that was detrimental to their lifestyle as a people. And I know there's some metaphysical niggas out there that's like, that's what made us the mutants that we are. Well, your ass need to mutate a motherfucking gene that could cure cancer at the drop of a hat and get your Henrietta Lacks on, and let's get up in the lab and figure out what that is so, you know, we can snatch a few billion up from all this research. Something we all could relate to, especially if you're on your entrepreneur grind, there's this overwhelming feeling, Blue Pill, that they have that there's just not enough hours in a day. And they're trying whatever they could do to stay up. And they may resort to cocaine. They may resort to Red Bull. They may take Red Bull because they, gotta, they, they need to stay up. They're trying to maximize the, 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 their, their productivity. So, they, so it, it, it's, it's anxiety. It's, 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 real, it's real stressful, you know, when you're trying to accomplish something and you feel there's not enough hours in a day. So I was reading an article in Fortune 500. And it said that meditation is now a billion-dollar business. All types of corporations are starting to offer it to its employees, and they're noticing the benefits of meditation. So this is something that a lot of people take for granted. Something simple about why are these billion-dollar companies investing so much money into meditation classes, meditation apps, meditation seminars, for the employees, just to slow down in order to get more done. Right. I mean, they're obviously going off of metrics. And the metrics are showing them, the research has showed that meditation is positive for business because if a person is able to slow things down, then that person is able to magnetize what it is that they want a lot quicker 
as opposed to somebody going at a pace that they're not in control of. So they understand, right, that if you give the employee the necessary tools, right, to be in control, then that employee is going to get the results that any corporation is going to be looking for, right? It's orderly as opposed to it being chaotic. You know what I'm saying? And a corporation cannot gamble or bet on anything being chaotic versus something having a little bit more order to it, right? I think that they're taking more of a holistic approach and things of that nature. I mean, if you really take a look at this, like Europeans don't even want to be Europeans anymore. They want to be either East Indians, you know what I'm saying, or Native American Indians and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And niggas want to be uh, Europeans. You know what I'm saying? Europeans don't even want to be Europeans. So Europeans are now adapting these philosophies, these Eastern philosophies, all right, for productivity in these particular corporations because research has shown that they could get more out of their employee if their employee is in this particular this health state as opposed to always being ramped up with coffee and things of that nature. You know what I mean? And, 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 and rushing and, and, you know, not necessarily getting things done in accordance with how the managerial uh, side of things want things to get done, but ultimately crashing. So so there's, there's people, a person rather do what's wrong as long as they could be around people instead of doing what's right if they're going to be alone. Loneliness is a horrible feeling to a lot of people out here. So they know what you're saying is right about, you know, how we abuse our bodies in the hip-hop community as far as the, you know, the the, the scissor and the prescriptions and the, and the constant alcohol and the partying late night. Uh, uh, I mean, they all know this, but at least they get to be around somebody in what they call love. I mean... Like you said, there's commonality in doing what everyone else is doing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to find a lot of unity and union in that. And it's very hard to explain to an individual that being an individual has its benefits as opposed to being part of the collective. If the collective is continuously with the fuck shit, but you're not seeing the results of that because you're participating. And everyone is high, everyone is drunk, everyone is in it together, you know what I'm saying, and then people might drop off here and there, but y'all don't even talk about that, you brush it off, I would just, you know, my recommendation to them is, uh, even though it may be worded, you know, and it might sound cliche, I know personally that, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot bigger than just what it is that I can suggest. It's, it's something that an individual has to be willing to go through. you got to be willing to go through that darkness of being alone. You know what I'm saying? You have to be willing to go through the boredom of loneliness. And not too many people are qualified to volunteer and sign up for that. Where I understood that I had to make sacrifices because of the information that I was receiving. I wasn't being received you know, with that approach, you feel me? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stop eating this. I'm going to stop going out. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop, you know what I mean? Like, these things was just too drastic for people that continuously are participating in a very childlike mentality and society. 
So people are not willing to sacrifice themselves. People are not willing to put themselves on a cross. People are not willing to go into that fire, okay? People are scared to be burnt, and I understand that. That's normal. What we're advocating might be very abnormal in this particular instance, but in a society like that, the abnormalities is what's going to point you a lot closer to normalness as opposed to, you know, the blind way that we participate in this death culture today. So that would be my suggestion. You just got to find it in you to break free from the pack, you know. And ultimately this quest is to know thyself. And you're not ever really going to know yourself until you don't take time with yourself, until you don't break away from the flock, until you don't spend a, a numerable amount of time in silence. You know what I'm saying? Go up in some mountains and, and, and some trails and some hikes and all of that. Go find yourself in nature, you know. And like I said, I know that this, this information, or those that suggestion in particular, is not going to resonate with a lot of people, and it's okay. You know what I mean? You might find yourself in other situations. I'm not saying there's only one way, but you should be willing to make some sacrifices. If you want to yield different results, then you have to do things differently. So if you feel that you haven't done anything different in regards to how you've been doing it, then you know that you're not really there yet. Now, different is a large category. I can't necessarily say this is what different is and that's the way it's supposed to look and that's it. It's like, nah, it's variations of it. So what are you willing to do? How does different look for you? How does different fit you? That's what you got to ask yourself. And you just got to do some things different and yield different results. What do you think was the turning point, Blue, where being unhealthy was cool and having a big gut, people consider that you eating good, nigga, you know what I'm saying? What was the turning point from uh, into that? B.I.G. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so that was uh, that was uh, Blue right there. Blue said, you know how he operates. Receptive side, that that guy right there, that guy right there, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the nods that I get thanks for that information right there. He uh, he he, he spoke on, he asked, he answered that question from Brother Rich right there at the end, that how we uh started accepting, um, you know, being overweight and talking about, damn, you eating good, ain't you? And he was patting on on a big waistline and stuff like that, like that's a good thing. But he said he stated it was the Biggie Smalls type error. And I, I got some I wrote a couple of minutes back called Hypnotize talking about basically it was um metaphorically speaking on 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 that song he had hypnotized, Biggie Smalls, but also on hypnotize, being hip with no ties. So the this is how it goes right here. Uh it was all a dream. These are the notorious first five words from the notorious Biggie Smalls number one single, Juicy, in nineteen ninety four. Eighteen years later, after Christopher Biggie Small Wallace ultimately demise before fittingly so um assassination, this statement holds prevalence in the paradigm of reality now dwelling. This year of nineteen ninety four seems to be the ushering out of what hip hop is to the crossing over of the threshold that what it has become as rap today. The false prophet of the cultural, educational, spiritual, and mental cultivator it gives hip-hop its nucleus and purpose of being. Biggie Smalls is no doubt a hip-hop prophet who spoke words of wisdom oriented around his particular circumstances 
They gathered minds in unity from the African, European, Asia, and etc. populace. Although these lines, it was all a dream, may have been pertained to Biggie's struggle from nothing to something, these now immortal words are being lived out by semi-conscious, systematically controlled subjects who have lost their direct access and connectivity to universal minds. I would like to reflect on the principles of rhythm as given in the Hermetic Principles of the Kabbalion. It states, everything flows out and in, Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum manifests everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. To swing to and fro, you need a point of origin and a fixed spot as to where the cord hangs from and the first movement to start the swing. Yet all of this is in the all. This is a physical principle, a motive principle. The universal doctrine is congruent with all life. It is how life has its ebb and flow of birth, growth, and death, or as I enjoy clarifying as descent, transcending, and ascension. This is the natural process and function of life from spirit to matter and its return to spirit. However, now there is an intimidating, intermediate stronghold impeding this natural equilibrium of rhythm. It wears many masks, and in the societal square, such as greed, lust, anger, hate, fear, or false sense of happiness, and the most common, central gratifying material substances that hinders the personification of the individual's 360-degree growth pattern. Inside this principle of rhythm, one can see true self, especially in the lines, to swing to and fro. You need a point of origin and a fixed spot. This statement coincides with the majority of people with indigenous descent who now reside in the Americas. The warlike bombardment of propaganda and materialism in America has stripped us of so-called citizen, the so-called citizen of the capability to swing to and fro in a harmonious manner, mainly due to the lack of knowledge of our past and origin. One of the most prevalent side effects is this externally produced torturous trance is forgiveness. So one of the most prevalent side effects of this externally produced torturous trance is forgiveness. With hardly no attempts to adjust from this unnatural hypnotic state on account of the overwhelming flood toxicity introduced into the flow of blood by way of breath and chemically modified food, unknowingly to victims and casualties of World War III. Through the seduction of mind and forcing the subject to reside in the four lower chakras, it looks as if carnality, materialism, and emotionalism has instructed the doer's natural ability to dance to the beat of his or her heart drum striking them with the Pablo striking them with what Pablo Kasum that Kim Pata refers to as the rhythm disease in his book African Yoga. This makes perfect sense in relation to what has taken grass and begun siphoning the pur- the pureness out of our youth. We must recall breathing polluted air pollutes the breath, then in turn pollutes the blood and heart, which affects the thoughts of the individual doer and with lower vibrational thoughts the soul becomes enslaved with the lower four chakras and unable to elevate through the higher, the higher nerve centers or chakras and participate consciously with the knower and doer. In conclusion, through my observation of self, family, friends, and society as a whole, when there is a lack of awareness of one's origin and no ties to the past, it is much easier to stagnate the natural progression of universal mind within and the consciousness accretion process interconnecting all. So as we dance, eat, 
drink and be merry for the duration of our life. It may make one feel real hip and cool, but what's hip with no ties? I give thanks. Like I said, that was something I wrote a few days ago. I know, well, I say a few days, a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds ago. I just, like I said, I just jotted it down. It spilled it out the, the vessel, you know what I'm saying, out the cup. Yet that, it related to somewhat of what he was mentioning, how the entire community has been plagued with a false sense of gratification through material substance. I know I can get a little wordy. And it might seem a little over the, over the head to go back and listen to it again and piece those pieces together. I'm not, I'm not going to break down everything I just said. It, it is what it is. Um, you know, basically, we have been put under a trance somewhat, and that trance is based on uh, lower frequencies or extra low frequencies, whereas we need high frequencies. You know, we need high um, high frequencies that will, pertain to short wavelengths versus these long wavelengths that are on these um, extra low frequencies. And when we have extra low frequencies in these long waves, it's all type of information that can be put on these waves that are not readily um, viewed or um, we don't even know we participate with it most of the time. And that's the electromagnetic field that we are under right now is artificial all the power lines, the heart systems, the green towers, all the different um, aspects of what we have is what they call advanced technology, which is not really advanced. It's de-advancing us as people. Uh, so, you know, with exercises or exercises, there is a way and a means to defeat that. And that's where, and if you know, like I was saying, first thing I, I noticed when I saw the good brother, Dr. Aline, was how he was jumping and moving. You know what I'm saying? Jumping, jumping, jumping. So, you know, this dude going through whatever he went through in the same respect as other people I've known in my life that went through it, he came out with a, a, a very um, powerful, and that the advantage that he had uh, was um, was a metaphysical advantage. Now, you know, the brother that spoke, he said, it's a metaphysical operators out there that say, you know, this died and our lifestyle the past 20, 30 years is what mutated us into the guys we are today. Ah, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree. He was saying it in a pun way. Well, you know what I'm saying? He's saying if if that's the case, then the metaphysical operators and doers or whatnot need to come up with a pill to um, clean up this this uh, this dirt, this toxicity, this cancer, and this uh, uneasiness. That's out here plaguing our, our community. So um, after he said it, he said we need a billion dollar plan or whatever to get this research going. But then the answer to his question, the ancestor to his question or to his statement was right there next to it when the good brother, um, Brother Rich, came up and said there's a billion dollar industry now for meditation. That's right. Meditation is my medication. But they got a billion dollars put to the table for to, you know, bring about this aspect of meditation in these corporations. It has to be purposeful, you know what I'm saying? You know, within the the hertz of, what, 7 to 30 or 8 to 30, that is uh, that is the, um, the realm of alertness and awareness or, or, you know what I'm saying, also of agitation. But when one is alert, 
You know, and that can be done by meditation, by mindfulness, you know what I'm saying, mind-body connection. When it's alert, then they are always going to be uh, able to proceed in their um, whatever whatever aspect or whatever they are, they are doing basically at that moment if they're alert. But if they are agitated to a sense where they are not so much alert or basically their attention has been diverted to something else and their thoughts are rampant and they're going from one thing to the next thing and not accomplishing what uh, has been um, put forth to the table first, then that alertness is now going to cause frustrations and stress and all this because there's no, there's no completion of the task. And then if it's in a corporate situation, I would guess, you know, that is not um, positive and it's not order. It's, it's actually chaos, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like he was saying, he had mentioned, the guy had mentioned that corporations are looking for order. They look for some type of balance, you know what I'm saying? That's my eye, you know what I mean? And they know what's real, you know what I'm saying? Balance, you know, look at the word balance is ball and op. You know, ball or bell meaning Lord and op meaning life. So it's the Lord of life. You know what I'm saying? So when one has balance of their life, they have become the master or the Lord of their life. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't going from one side to the other. You know what I'm saying? And that balancing act is when lower self and higher self are in unison. You know what I'm saying? When that unison takes place, that's that electromagnetic energy from a natural inner realm versus this unnatural external electromagnetic artificial realm having power through the manipulation of our emotions or energy and motion by the stimulus or the agitation of the mind and soul by what we would call uh, sensual gratifications or things that are external and are transitory. They're not permanent. Remember, the soul is permanent. You know what I'm saying? So to know thyself is to know God and to know the universe. And when one knows thyself, then one knows their soul. You know what I'm saying? And their soul purpose. You know, the confusion or the lack thereof of uh, knowing thyself is due to what has been accreted to us, meaning what has been given to us as a, a totality and wholeness or in a collective sense is confusion. And when one is confused, it causes frustration because there is no fusion of what we would call the lower and the higher self. One has defeated the other, and in most cases of the emotional reactive mind, it is the lower self. And you can, you know, you're going to love one and hate the other, as the Bible said. It can only be one master. You know what I'm saying? So either we're going to love one or we're going to hate the other. We're going to love God or the higher self, or we're going to hate the higher self, and we're going to love the lower self. You know what I'm saying? The balance is when we befriend the lower self. We're not really hating it or nothing like that, but we have to take control of our emotional level to where we can rise the energy, that Kundalini energy that's in the lower self or the lower realm that's, you know, made in it was created by the pomegranate, and it's what put your physical reality together from that sense. Remember, the higher self, though, is what creates and conceives through consciousness. The brain receives and translates the energy outwardly by way of the pomegranate, you know what I'm saying? And then the personality or the ego goes and perceives and reacts or responds to the stimulus of what we have created through consciousness, through the intelligence. You know what I mean? So bridging both of those two realms, though the internal electromagnetic realms, the magnetic realm of the energy in the lower self connecting with the electric realm of the energy in the higher self brings about 
that that field, that Merkabah, you know, so that Merkabah being the counter-rotating fields of the spirit and soul, you know what I'm saying? So when that comes together and is online correctly, we'll see an answer. We'll see the ancestors. We'll see what our data or our, the information that resides within the those step-down um, step light spectrum, the photons, remember photon meaning the path or the uh, infinite path from heaven to earth, you know what I'm saying? Text, heaven, ta, earth, hey, infinite, and then on light. So it's the infinite light, um, the infinite light from heaven to earth. So that infinite light spiraling in the, you know, DNA, the holistical uh, pattern is infinite, you know what I'm saying? So it's coming and going or whatever, and that's the live state or the devil state when one is not aware or observant of its participation in physical reality. Now, I think I just went in on that a little bit more so, but so this this um, lower self and higher self must be balanced, you know what I'm saying, through my eyes. So when we're looking at balance in the perspective of the organ system, now we, you know, I, I go into traditional Chinese medicine, but also, like the brother was saying, um, need something he really said, uh, I want to, I ain't even met a brother or a sister that had a 50-year plan or a 100-year plan. But my, I got a 50-year plan. I do, and I have a 100-year plan, and that is basically stay in the moment, stay in the zero time. Now, you know, we do have conflicts in life, you know what I'm saying, where we may regress and we tend to step backwards sometimes to see how far we came. But when we go back to that moment of that, that spark, when that light bulb came up, and you know what I'm saying, that's that zero moment. That's that moment that we need to stay in to always be able to actualize what is, in my perspective, the truth, and that would be that balance. Because if I go back, then I'm unbalanced. But if I go too far forward, then I'm unbalanced. But when I get to that moment where that spark came in and where that initiating aspect of who true self is, not the, the to and fro, the dancing where it's all beating, the heart ain't involved, but that balancing within the heart-mind, remember the heart, the weighing of the heart ceremony, where we went through the I am um, affirmations last week and the, um, the the praise affirmations, those go deep within the genetics, go deep within the DNA, and we speak straight to the DNA, to our genetics, and, tells, and we tell it, yo, I'm the master, Nupu, this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? Nupu, Nekuru, I am the Lord of light. You know what I'm saying? So you're the Lord of balance as well, the balance. You know what I'm saying? So when we're doing that, that's that bridging that um, that lower self to the higher self and is making or creating within that, through consciousness, through the intelligence, that bridge of, of Bifrost, that what they was talking about in Thor or whatever, that, that rainbow-type effect within the mind, the substantial nigria, you know what I'm saying, the substantial darkness, when all those fluids flow together properly and we get the halo effect around the dome, around the outside exterior dome when someone can look at the aura and see that shine of brilliance or that enlightenment that is external but is an internal process which is called inner alchemy. You know what I'm saying? That alchemical process is turning that lead, that base um, type of metal into gold, to that brilliant type of metal, that photon. You know what I'm saying? Like what, 8 billion tons of of solaric energy or gold that's being... um, that we participate with at all times throughout our day or our Caucasian every day is being dumped in as the sunlight. But that sunlight creates gold. You know what I'm saying? So 
is always there. That that golden light is always there. The root or whatnot is always there through each hour of the day. You know, participate with it, observe it. You know what I'm saying? And through that, that's the connection. Some people participate with certain things, but they don't observe certain things. Some people observe certain things without not participating with it. So we need to become active, participating observers of our reality, and that's where uh, knowing thyself comes through, and that's the know the doer, that's the know the thinker and the doer in conjunction. All right. So the answer he he said it, you know, what I'm saying, and answered it. At the same time, he's, he's like, I don't, I don't know nobody with a 50-year plan, a 100-year plan. He got the 50-year plan, 100-year plan already. You know what I'm saying? Meditation is one of them. You know, deep breathing, exercising, eating healthy is another one. You know what I'm saying? And keeping a good frame of mind. You know what I mean? He also was talking about the liver. You know what I'm saying? How we had this toxic liver or this toxic reality that, you know, that has been plagued or has been uh, contaminated with uh, certain things within the hip-hop community that we didn't know were going to affect us 20, 30 years later. So, you know what I'm saying? With that said, you know, we got we to gotta detox, you know what I'm saying? So the liver, when we look at the liver metaphysically, we come out of meta-meta real fast. Now, this is volume one, the great oracle of Zahuti. And right here is talking about the biological functions of my eye. The biological functions of my eye is what it's what it says, well the physiology the physiology, okay, Jupiter is, is responsible for the conservation. Jupiter is the planet that reigns over my eye. All right. So Jupiter is responsible for the conservation, preservation, and expansion of the life force and spiritual power. It is the establisher of physiological Equilibrium and fruitfulness, hence it is the major fortune and great healing force of the body. Its action is centered in the liver, where it is in charge of the production and storage of blood sugar or glycogenesis, the breakdown of protein waste into urea and etc., and the creation and regulation of sex hormones, for example, the destruction of excess estrogen. It also exerts a major influence on the arterial circulation and arterial blood itself. All right? So what that's saying is uh, basically that um, the biological or the physiological um, organ that relates to my eye is the liver. And remember, the liver or my eye is speaking on balance, speaking on truth, love, justice, peace, harmony. You know what I'm saying? Haru ma'at. You know what I'm saying? So that's the light that is um, my, my uh, uh, or men, you know what I'm saying? Men mean to sublimate or to basically um, master or control the lower self or the energy, sublimate the lower energies and then bring it back up so there is a balance through heart energy. And what was the, what was weighed against the heart in the weighing of the heart meditation or the weighing of the heart ceremony? A feather. And the feather is representative of what? My eye, you know what I'm saying? If you turn that feather to the side, it looks very similar to the liver, all right? So, again, what is the liver? The liver is based on my eye. What's that piece? So, uh, so with my eye and the liver, we go into uh, traditional Chinese medicine. And in traditional Chinese medicine, they have a chart 
where we're talking about like the five elements, where we, uh, the fusion of the five elements and uh, transforming negative emotion with the inner smile meditation, which also speaking on, but the liver in this respect is um, my eye. All right, but the liver, vital function is the nervous system. All right, so like the heart's vital function is blood in the endocrine system. So the liver gives way. Also, um, to what's going on, peace. The liver also gives way to um, to the eyes. That's the aperture. That's what. That's the um, the orifice that brings in energy to the liver. You know, what I'm saying we spoke on it before when when we fighting or something like a boxer fighting, they get hit in that liver. Then blood shoots to the eyes, and they can't see correctly no more. They it's like they go blind for a minute. Or when we are, because the energy or the negative emotion of the liver is anger. So when we get into a state of utmost anger and frustration, we sometimes black out because the eyes get full with that rage, with that blood, you know what I'm saying? So that turn, that in turn is an unbalancing act. So we ain't the Lord of our life because now we have been agitated by stimulus that is now um, manipulating the soul of mind. Again, that's emotion. You know what I'm saying, or emotionless. So when the emotion is being agitated or stimulated by some external value, it then causes conflict within the higher self or the mind and soul, the permanency of one's being. All right. So, um, like I was saying, that but the um the my eye or the liver gives way to the nervous system. The nervous system is basically in conjunction with the spine, the central nervous system. You know what I'm saying? So. You look at the central nervous system, that is a balance, you know what I'm saying, from the lower to the higher self. I get that. Uh, yeah. Give me a minute. So, um, and that's from the aspect of TCM as well. But we are dealing with, um, we went from winter, the um, winter solstice or the winter, now we're in the spring, the spring equinox. So equinox meaning equal days and night. So now we are in spring, and the spring organ system is the liver versus where we were with the kidney in the winter time. So now that we are with the spring organ system being the kidney, I mean the liver, we need to detox this liver of ours because like, like the brother on Blue Pill was mentioning, our society or basically the hip-hop community has been plagued and contaminated with a lot of toxins the past 20, 30 years in its um, in its upliftment or its, its creation process through its walk. So now it's time to detox that liver, and that's what's been taking place. We're detoxing that liver and the kidneys, you know what I'm saying? You know, it ain't but two seasons, really, and that's spring and summer, you know what I'm saying? But it is more organs than that, you know what I'm saying? But basically, you got to detox every once in a while, if not every day, you know what I mean? In, in respect, like I was talking last week, I try to detox every day, do something. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't sleep, it's just sleeping throughout the day or not talking. And get things that I didn't go through the whole uh, not talking uh, uh, fast. I went one day and, yeah, the next day I had to talk. It was too much more. We still good. We in there, though, and we're still getting it in. So I'm a, I, we, we definitely need to take a break from all things every once in a while and just relax the mind, the body, you know what I'm saying, the spirit and the emotions, you know, so those are the four aspects of health, you know what I'm saying? And, and here at the four directions of health defense, again, 
we are here to bring an equilibrium to those four modalities of spirit, mind, emotion, and and um, the physical, you know what I'm saying, through the intelligence. So that, that's what we're doing, you know what I mean? That's where, that's that, And that's the answer. I ain't going to say that's a foolproof plan, but I'm saying it worked for me, but, you know, it might not be what everyone is looking for, but like the good brother said, it's going to require discipline, and that discipline means sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? And I, I've been down that road, you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean, with the, I was in the Locostra Nostra with the coca up my nostril. You know what I'm saying? I did that. You know what I'm saying? And I broke free from those chains. You know what I'm saying? I've been the one that was drinking, smoking, and, and doing all types of things with women out there. and Not to preach on it or nothing, but I, I saw another me, the true me, outside of that. You know, it took a minute to slow down, to slow down and really vibrate with the true self, you know what I'm saying, versus the lower self or whatever. But Knowing and then acknowledging and actually participating with it, it, it has been a beautiful transition within my reality, you know what I'm saying, within myself. And I see it every day, you know, just being involved with yourself, you get more done, you know what I'm saying. Just get get to that point, like the brother said, sometimes you've got to take a walk in the mountains, you know what I'm saying, on the trail and breathe, you know what I mean, just go up there or go to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Get to go out there and, and just meditate and just sit, you know, with, with nothing and no one around and just be quiet for a minute. So the only way you're going to hear God's voice is in silence. You know, it's, it's wisdom in silence. If if we uh, learn to really participate with that silence properly, then we will gain the truth of our object, objectivity or the truth of what we're here for through the subjective realm. You know what I'm saying? Every, remember, every vessel or every object is subject that light, you know what I'm saying, that's the um, hermetic or the immortality states, you know, you know what I mean, it is, uh, it states that it overcomes every subtle thing and penetrates every solid thing, and that's basically the intelligence that's holding all this matter, what we call together, you know what I'm saying, so that ma'at and er, that balance of the light, you know what I'm saying, that is, that light is infused Inside of all this matter, this mother or matir is who and where we come from. And the light or that energy or intelligence or whatever could be related to father energy or patahur. You know what I'm saying? So when both mutur and patahur are functioning properly together, then we will have life or we have haru. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're standing on right now on our four, on our square. You know what I'm saying? The foundation. That's the vessel. And that's how we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving through this God energy, through this knowledge energy, this material energy. And so um in detoxing. So we're gonna go into detoxing this liver a little bit right now, real quick. Um let me pull that up real fast, like and quick in a hurry. Yeah. Uh oh. I think I just closed out. No. No, no, it is I guess. Hold up. Account for that. Here we go. For itself. Let me take a deep breath and calm down. But the good brother right there, he brought something to the table as well as uh stopping Rabe, you know what I'm saying, as far as the emotions and discipline. So remember we need we gotta master that those emotions, discipline myself, learn what it is that we need versus what we want sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And because you know, we've been offered things that gift it's like a gift wrapped up. Then when we open up, we find out what it really is. It ain't nothing parasite. It's a, it's a demon, basically, and it can take over. 
mind and the body, you know what I'm saying? Because the mind and body interconnection where intelligence is not properly being uh, care of by the individual way to do itself, being taken care of by external values, you know, and that's religion, basically, you know what I'm saying? But religion, again, means to tie together, you know what I'm saying? But um, being untied by hip, being hypnotized. So it's cool to be hip, but what's hip with no ties, right? All right, so now we're going to go into the detoxing, right? So, you know, detoxing, we were speaking on last week before I was rudely interrupted by the peanut gallery. Um, you know, detoxing happens when there's too much information in foods or drinks that we uh, partake in with. So in this, um, by detoxing, it allows the liver the opportunity to work through built-up toxins and get those toxins out. So detoxing is necessary when the metabolic or the metabolic waste from the normal human metabolism, from environmental pollution and what has been known as the standard American diet, has um, breached the threshold for what the body's innate detoxification system can tolerate. So when we can't, when the colds is not working, when um, when um, the evacuation through the skin ain't working, or like with bumps or, or with a with, or with a assist or something, when that ain't working, when we ain't sitting properly and evacuating it through uh, uh, through urination, then eventually what takes place is uh could be disease or uneasiness or some type of cancer. So. We gotta get the metabol no we gotta get the metabolic waste, metabolic waste out through detoxing. Alright, so good detoxing is uh basically utilizing the mind and body. That means participating and observing what one is doing and putting in. So gotta also be mindful of your thoughts while detoxing. You know what I mean? So be sure to get all thoughts sugars, and any alcohol um, away through those 14 days. Remember, the liver stores certain energies and, and potentials for 14 days. So we need to detox for at least 14 days. That's not fasting. That's detox. All right, so for 14 days. These are a few ways to do that, to cleanse and make and, and how uh, to create a more um, – uh, I guess you could say homeostasis or balancing within the physical and anatomical structures of oneself. And that will be, you know, the spirit, the mind, and the body. You know, so it's all aspects of oneself. All right, so this is how, this is a few of them right here. There's actually a, a few, hopefully, yeah, we got time. I'm going to go through them real quick. Uh, first, uh, yeah, first, smoothie. Smoothies, juicing—that's the best way to get get it started. Um, smoothies and juicing—you're getting everything, especially in juicing. You're getting everything that's required out of the fruit or the vegetables. All the nutrients, you know, what I'm saying the vitamins and minerals are going right to the cells, quick, fast, in a hurry. You know what I mean? No delay. Basically, you'll feel it. You know what I'm saying? As soon as it hits the palate. You know, you see the cells of the mouth is going to be like, whoa, that tastes good. No sugar added? What you mean? That's pineapple juice. Yeah, that's blackberry and grape juice. 
No sugar added. Yeah, it's the sugar, the fructose from the fruit. And it's a beautiful thing. It's natural, you know what I'm saying? No no additives, no preservatives, it's no blockages, no delays, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is gonna obstruct that avenue to where it's getting through the vessel properly, through the circulation, through the blood. Alright, so one a good cleanse, good recipe to follow it if that incorporates natural and healthy ingredients and promotes good digestion and introduces fiber into your system and it's a good way to cleanse on a regular natural way is green smoothie. So this is a green smoothie recipe right here. It'll be one cup of kale or collard greens, firmly packed with the stems removed. That's about four ounces with the stems removed. All right, so then you get a, a Granny Smith apple chopped up, a banana, a half a cup of loosely packed fresh flat leaf or parsley leaves, and you put all this together in that two and one four cups of water in the blender or more if you want it thin and less if you want it thick. I right? I usually put more water and that's a good smoothie right there. If you just want to juice it, then just put it in if you got a juicer, just throw all those elements into the juicer. You might need a little bit more of uh of the um the produce because that juicer, you know, is gonna separate the liquid from the, uh, whatever the substance is, and you're going to have just liquid come out of it, and the, the coarse stuff is going to be removed and put in the back. All right, so that's a good one right there. Organic foods, you know what I'm saying? Organic is possible, you know, and organic don't necessarily mean organic in our aspects, so we need to use and operate the body properly by tasting, looking, and feeling, and as well as smelling what it is. So by tasting it, that's at home, you know what I'm saying? So we taste the food and we can sense by the feel of it going into the cells again if that food is organic. Now, you can also do a taste test by going, and you know, this is a little experiment, going, purchasing like the celery or apple that's not organic, basically, and going to get one that is organic. And when you, you know, do the vice versa, the compare and contrast, see what the taste differences are. If the taste in the organic it's uh, similar to the taste in the inorganic or the so-called whatever, you know what I'm saying, uh, celery or apple, then that organic one ain't organic. But if you can taste it and it got that, that spark to your tongue and it goes to your palate and then you you feel it in the cells as well and it got a good smell to it and all, you can smell it in the stove. And if it got that, that good, wholesome Nature, nature smell to it. Then you, you can all the senses will let you know. There's also something called uh, uh, the uh, muscle reflex uh, testing, where you you hold it to your solar plexus, the food response. I think it's called the muscle response testing, but you, uh, you hold the food item or whatever it may be to your solar plexus right there at the, the sternum, and you you say, is this um, food item good for my soul or good for my cells? And if you gravitate towards it without without any type of force, it's a 10 over force always, if you gravitate or resonate towards it with your body, then it's good. If your body leans away from it, then it's bad, so put it back. That ain't organic. You know what I'm saying? That's, a, that's one of those metaphysical ways of testing it. Or actually, I learned that in uh, naturopathy because the body and all things have an electromagnetic field, so therefore... Um, Everything is interconnected and are connected by cords. So when you ask the question to that item, remember, you know the name of it. So the power of name 
just by knowing the name of what that apple, you named it apple in the first place. So you say, is this apple healthy to my cells? And if you lean towards it, go ahead and purchase the apple or eat it. But if your body naturally moves away from it, put the apple back on the shelf, go find some organic ones, plant a seed and grow your own, and hopefully Monsanto ain't manipulate the seed and, or chemtrails, you know, whatever, but bump all that. Basically what I'm saying is taste, look, smell, and feel towards the cells to see if that's organic food or not, right? All right, so but basically try in your detoxing process, make sure you are eating organic foods, right? And um, also a uh, good rule of thumb is if it has a peel on the outside of the fruit or vegetable, then really make sure it's organic, like the apple, strawberries, and stuff like that, blackberries, grapes, and stuff. But if it has a banana or avocado or um, things in that nature with thick exterior shells, then most of the pesticides, or if there was any pesticides or any pesticides introduced into that organic food or whatever, it's not going to affect us in, a, in, a, in that manner. But in detoxing, be sure to get good organic foods in. Um, a massage is good. Um, a good massage, you know, Getting rid of it helps get rid of the toxins by by pressing against the nervous system, and it helps it releases the tensions and the blockages that may have occurred through toxicity. You know what I'm saying? Athletes all they get massages usually right after the game. You know what I'm saying? They feel 100 percent better. You know what I mean? I've gotten a few massages in my day, and they always seem to release tension or toxicity that is built up in those pressure points within the body. So we pushed those things out. We went over the um, massage last week. Basically, it's a, a brisk rub down that's in the shower or ex- outside of the shower where you rub down from the ankles up to the waist. Then you do your wrist with your hands raised, with the arm raised from your wrist down all the way to the heart, and you bring that energy towards the heart. But that is, those are good massages. Brisk massages, you can do it drying off. You can do it uh, with a brush. You, uh, you know, a bristle brush that's not too hard, you know what I'm saying? You can do it with that. You can also do it within the shower, or participate with it within the shower while you're taking a shower with the soap, you know, just, you know, rub those energies towards the heart from the ankles up, then from the um, from the wrist with your arms raised to the heart, you know what I'm saying, and then bring about the equilibrium within itself. That's a good detox. Uh, replace your morning coffee with green tea. Um, green tea is an antioxidant. You know what I'm saying? Coffee can be addictive, um, and it also causes uh, nervous energy. Um, bring out that those antioxidants when you're detoxing, especially, you know, coffee is all right once, every once in a while, but an overabundance of that caffeine can, can, uh, can affect you. And coffee actually gives us, a, a, uh, I mean, tea actually gives us the same, type of effect as the caffeine boost from coffee as well in the morning. So it's good to use that and get the antioxidants jumping for that detox. You know what I'm saying? So green tea is a good way to help with detoxing. Uh, more exercise, sweating it out, you know, getting up in the morning, getting a good exercise first thing. It's not wise to exercise in the late evening because the body is naturally shutting down. So exercising after 5 o'clock is pretty much meaningless because it's going to cause more toxicity and inflammation in the body than actually purging and uh, cleaning the body. So after 5 o'clock, when the sun is going down naturally, we should be also operating in the same manner with the circadian of the day, the cycle of the day. We should be shutting it down somewhat, relaxed. 
All right, um, drinking plenty of water. Water is important, you know what I'm saying, especially when you're dealing with, with the um, liver or any part of the body like the kidneys as well because the kidneys is going to be urinating and purging out toxicity as well through the fluids and the urinary tract. So drink plenty of water. Remember, the, uh, uh, the liver without water is like a car without, without fuel, you know what I'm saying? So we need to make sure we get plenty of water while we are doing these detoxes. Alright. Um, acupuncture is good to um get a balanced body to be Lord of your life, you know what I'm saying? Balance. Alright, so how you know, acupuncture find a good acupuncturist with uh you know, the certified and make sure that you know, you it, it, what it does is actually is similar to massage because it's working with the pressure point so it's gonna get any blockages out and those blockages are built or or have been introduced to us through toxicity buildup or acidosis, you know what I'm saying? Remember that the standard American diet is based on an over-protein diet, meaning that we have four major food groups that they say that we should participate with throughout the day, being um, dairy, meat, um, grains, and fruits and vegetables. So three of those um, elements, being dairy, meat, and grains, are acidifying to the body versus fruits and vegetables being alkalizing. So if we have uh, 75% of 100 being um, acidifying, and that's grains, dairy, and, and uh, meat, then our 80% of alkalinity that resides within the cellular structure is being manipulated and obstructed and actually is turning into fire over 20 to 30 years. So the alkalinity is now with this over-protein or acidosis diet that America has induced upon us and introduced to us, us indigenous people who are alkaline people or melanated people, it has now put too much yang or too much fire into the cell and it burns out the cell and generates the cell at a higher rate in, in, intense, in intensity versus where alkalinity slows down that, that uh, process and keeps it clean and pure, water, you know what I'm saying, so um, by introducing that 80% alkaline versus an 80% acid diet, then we will um, also introduce good health and it's a good way to uh, increase in our mobility and our longevity, you know what I'm saying? And good health all around brings about good humor. So when you're healthy, you can have fun. And that's all I'm about. I like having fun, you know what I'm saying? But Basically, you know, drink that water because we need plenty of water, and that water is alkalinity, you know what I'm saying, versus that standard American diet of uh, acidosis or over-protein. Now, protein ain't bad, but the way we're doing it is has its negative effects, you know what I'm saying? We see it today because most of the things, like I said, even with the standard American diet or the way they say that we should be eating is an over-protein diet. Try fasting for two days. This is where we was cut off last week. Um, you know, so fast for two days. You don't got to go to the extreme of doing too much, you know what I mean? But two days is good for the body because uh, if you go over three days like that, then we're going to be deplenishing too many of the nutrients that's required, and it's going to actually, it can actually uh, be harmful, you know what I'm saying? So two days is good. Drink water throughout those days if you can. Um, try to do it on a weekend where you're not going to be around a lot of people or a lot of energies, like after, you know, on a Friday or Saturday or after work or the Saturday or Sunday, 
because you can really um, have more control over that situation if you're not working on the weekend. But fast, a two-day fast is good, you know what I'm saying? And also on the last day of the fast, an enema is good because if you fast without an enema, then you're going to, the residue of the toxins will stay or reside within the colon, and that's defeating the purpose of the fast as well as the detoxing. So if you do fast anytime, remember to also clean out the colon. It could be with fiber, but I feel the best way to do that is by having enematics, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you, you can get some of the Duke shoot and get that shit up out of there, all right? Get thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sleep, definitely. We need an ample amount of sleep due to detox process. Remember, sleep increases, well, sleep produces melatonin by the power gland when we sleep. Sleeping is actually when we are healing properly. So everything that we put in through the day, is going to be metabolized and assimilated when we are at rest. So like also when we are in meditation, it also works, you know what I'm saying, because we have slowed down the physical function. So those assimilation processes can uh, take more swifter effect in that aspect as well. But when we are laying down and we are asleep, also remember that melatonin is being produced. Melatonin has free radical scavengers within it, as well as antioxidants and as well as um, uh anti-inflammatory elements that will reduce inflammation and also not oxidize the cells or rust out cells. So, and and it creates free radical scavengers to go in there and clean up anything that's trying to manipulate the cells and cause disease or anemia to our um, our existence. All right, so remember, get a good amount of sleep. Melatonin is produced between the hours of 9 to 6 in the morning. So, you know what I'm saying, a good time to be at rest will be between 10 and um, 11 because it's really functioning properly, if I'm not mistaken, at between 12 and 4. So you want to be good and resting by 12 so that it is going to be pumping out properly. And, I mean, it's a physical um uh, representation of a spiritual reality because when you're healthy, remember, then there's humor going on. So you can have fun with your reality. I mean, you can play with this illusion a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Remember, the higher self is doing what? The higher self is actualizing and conceiving this reality. The higher self is the consciousness of creating this thing. Remember, the lower self experience personality. It perceives and reacts to the stimulus of this reality. The lower self has to be conquered or balanced with the higher self, the conscious. You know what I'm saying? So intent over force. So, you know what I mean? Intent is the will to do something. When we infuse the intent with the intelligence, we pick up that object off the floor, and that object is now, uh, has been moved by our intent over force. And we ain't just leaving it there. We're now moving with the energies that surround us properly in our observation. So if you observe something and don't participate with it, then that's the the know that's the thinker not being infused with the knower and the doer. But when you observe and you participate with it properly, then that's the knower, the thinker, and the doer having uh having fun. You know what I'm saying? So let's have fun with it. That's first and foremost. Always remember. Have fun with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, avoid environmental toxins. Uh, 
external or secondhand smoke, if you work in factories that might give off um, fumes and stuff like that, do you throw out your detox, try to put something on your face, you know what I'm saying? So, and if you do smoke, try not to smoke through those through the detoxing process because you won't want to. You're not going to want to add to a um, an ongoing situation like that. It's fighting fire with fire. You want to go if you want to detox properly, then you might want to put down a pack of cigarettes or the black and mild or whatever it is to get um, whatever those toxins because you know that is toxic. You know what I'm saying? It is toxic to the body, uh, regardless of our addictions and how it make make us feel. Inside, you know, it's still an external thing that's doing that. You know what I mean? Um, even though it's there. All right, so probiotics. Um, probiotics is good. Get that that good bacteria back in the in the gut. You know what I'm saying? So probiotics, uh, something like um, uh, let's see, a probiotic supplement is good. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, that's I, I use one myself. Just get that kombucha drink. That's good probiotic. Yeah, it's a fermented. Anything fermented, you got that sauerkraut thing out there, you know, something like that. Um, they got that uh, uh, some Chinese, uh, another Chinese kimchi. Yeah, kimchi, good, good, good little good thing. Some brother Shaif right here, kimchi. That's a that's a powerful um, a powerful probiotic right there as far as food elements concerned, and it works. You know what I'm saying to build up those uh, probiotics within or that friendly gut. The friendly bacteria in the gut, so and it helps with digestion. And, you know, a destructive digestive system re- relates to uh, bad health. So if we ain't using the bathroom at least once a day, if we ain't eliminating, and that means we ain't assimilating. That means we have indigestion or we fart in the gas and whatever. And that buildup of toxicity is going to show and prove in our reality. That's the reason why our reality is like it is as well. I've asked a few people before, you know, how often do they evacuate? And they were like, oh, I'm, I'm regular. You know what I'm saying? They say regular means three times a week. I'm like, hold up. you you telling me you use the bathroom three times a week and you call that regular? That sounds like constipation to me, you know what I'm saying, in actuality. But, you know, saying regular in means regular out. So if I put food in, it should come right back out within that 12 to 18-hour process. You know what I'm saying? So that's once a day, all right, at least. You know, sometimes, you know, you can get two, three in if you eat properly, you know what I mean? Especially if you're juicing, because that juicing and it's fruits and vegetables like we talk about, it's going to come flush right out, you know what I'm saying? What's not necessary, what you need is going to stay in, what ain't necessary, what ain't need is going to flush right out. All right, another way to detox is through yoga. Yoga is a form of exercise, but it's also a form of meditation. So it's going to release and relieve stress through the meditative aspect, but it's also going to relieve toxicity through the exercising aspect. So you you'll have a little sweat going on through the yoga. You're getting stretching in, so it's going to develop muscle tone and um, also definition, but it also helps with bringing about a non-stressful reality due to the deep breathing that you will participate with in your um, yoga. All right, so yoga is powerful. Um, also, superfoods, uh, that's a good detox. Put, introduce superfoods into your diet. Some superfood meats uh, that include omega-3, the salmon, and tuna. Um, omega, salmon, um, good thing. Um, 
I mean, salmon and tuna has omega-3s, avocados, walnuts, almonds, olive oil. Uh, uh, I, I, I just, um, and olive oil, black seeds, or that's what I use for my omega-3s. Um, um, and that is uh, it's very good. I used to, to break down omega-3s with the black seeds. Um, so I, I'll, I'll see you in a minute. Peace. Um, but also to get that, uh, to get some superfoods, um, going fruits and vegetables that are bright color. Uh, that's that beta carotene in there, blueberries, raspberries, spinach, kale, eggplant, tomatoes, carrots, sweet potatoes, apples, oranges, butternut squash. Basically, that's that melanin in there. You know what I'm saying? That those are good superfoods. You know what I'm saying? Get that superhuman or that superior. Man jumping off, you know, superior man that's to walk daily through the light. Superior means uh, um, to go through. Um, man is daily, and and uh, yeah, that's right. Superior is uh, to go through daily into the light. Peru is light. So superior, superu man. All right, so go through that daily with that nutrition. You know what I'm saying? That divine cycle, the infinite divine cycle. Um, cut out uh, carbohydrates, basically simple carbohydrates as white sugar and flour and any fried foods, you know what I'm saying? So white bread, especially that white flour, you know what I'm saying? Um, made from wheat. Uh, even, uh, even the ones that say whole wheat, you know what I'm saying? Take it out the diet, do the detox. I would recommend it regardless. I'm not saying that everyone... Is gluten has the gluten intolerance or whatnot or celiac disease, but uh, basically those gluten items, uh, what are they? Uh, wheat, um, rye, barley, and it's another one I can't recall. I think it's a hybrid of wheat and another one, rye mixed together. But those are the gluten this type of uh, grains. They also cause what is called age which is accelerated glucemic end results. So if I'm not mistaken, it's glucemic, but it increases um, aging, basically, by uh, causing stress to the cells, you know what I'm saying? So that stress to the cells causes stress lines, basically, and that's an increase in aging. But it's uh, this is a good way to detox that, but basically cutting out those white breads, um, Cutting out anything that's starchy at the dinner table, like white rice pasta, it also will help reduce your waistline so you lose weight by not eating those items, those items especially if they are um, uh, if they are genetically modified. And I know I'm going to be cut off in a few minutes because I came in kind of late, so I'm going to keep going. But these are um, basically a few ways to detox. You can use uh, any one of these. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, a few of these and play with them. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go through all of these at once. You know what I'm saying? That might be a, it might be hazardous right there. You don't want to bring yourself out either. You know what I'm saying? I've done some of these uh, at different, different times. I haven't necessarily done all of them at once like that. You know what I'm saying? But these are different ways to detox. All right? So uh, manage your stress properly is another good way to detox. Um, meditation, whatnot. But, when we are stressed, again, that's like the binding or the the, the binding of the DNA. 
or the, you know what I'm saying, that, that will heal it. So when we're not stressed, then the DNA expands, and that's that, you know, that 2 to 4 to 8 to, you know, 10, 12, 24, and, you know, it's manipulated over and over and over. And that's where we, that's the esoteric um, definitive on what we was talking about as far as um, also the accretion value of uh, our genetics, you know what I'm saying? But that's that esoteric value on the, the guy body or the light body or the, uh, the alchemical process, you know what I'm saying? But when we are stressed, then that's not taking place. So uh, we've got to learn to manage our stress. Um, it can result in weight gain when, our, when we are releasing, when you are not releasing good hormones in the body due to stress. It can cause weight gain, illness, because the, our immunity will be um, depressed as well, and you, we can become sick, you know what I'm saying? So ultimately it's good to um, find a means to not be stressed, and that meditation is a good way to um, slow down that process because in meditation we slow down, basically. Uh, and deep breathing produces that, again, that... Um, hormone of melatonin, and melatonin is in the res- response of relaxation. It's the relaxation response versus serotonin being in the fight-or-flight response, all right? And we need to be more um, acaline, so that's uh, relaxation or, y- or yin, and that's water versus uh, being acidic, which is which would be related to serotonin or whatnot, and that would be... Um, 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 job or fire, you know what I mean? So, uh, try to take out medications, antibiotics, anything, especially the over the counter joints like aspirin and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That reduces uh, stomach acid, NSAIDs, what they call them, non steroidal anti inflammatory drugs, reduces our gastrointestinal and surgery. So um, that's what causes you know, a lot of these different ailments that we call uh, like gastro, um, what is it called, gastro reflux and things like that. Um, so, but if you need it for life, like it's something that you gotta take or you die, then I guess you know keep continue to take that, take those. But if it's just something like headaches and things like that, through your detoxing, uh, don't take it. You know, so you can use garlic, ginger, and things like that for certain aspects like headaches and inflammation, you know, uh, uh, turmeric, you know, there are natural herbs and plants out there, different things that you can use um, to um, to um, replace those uh, those antibiotics that you buy at the store, you know what I'm saying? So herbal remedies are there, they're natural, and they are very beneficial. I use them myself. I got a whole cabinet full of herbs in there, and I don't know half of what they do but I got them in there. And when I need it, I look it up, you know what I'm saying? I, it, once I, I see what it is, I'm like, okay, so now that I got to take the cap, let me go. now I know what it is for, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know, herbal remedy. All right. Um, oh, let's see. Got a few more minutes. Whole foods. That don't mean go to whole foods, but whole foods. But, yeah, you know. Whole Foods has its um, has potential, so you know just make sure you eat whole foods versus unwhole foods or empty foods. Whole foods are foods that are created by nature, 
basically, you know, meaning you can go outside. Well, natural foods and whole foods are somewhat different. Well, no, actually, whole foods are created by nature. Organic and natural foods are somewhat different. Organic foods are foods that have been grown at a farm, basically, and have been, you know, tested and everything. They're organic, meaning they have they don't have this pesticides or insecticides or anything that's toxic that have been um, put on it intentionally versus natural foods, which is just out there in the wild. You go in the woods and you find some blackberries. That's natural. That, you know, so it's a little different from organic. Whole foods are foods that have all the elements that were created in it and haven't been manipulated or genetically modified and added, something added to it or taken away and then added to it or something like that. Whole foods are not in the box or packaged or prepackaged or whatever. They're not in the frozen food section. Whole foods are basically uh, produce, you know what I'm saying, fruits and vegetables uh, that were um, directly came from a tree, you know what I'm saying, and ain't been cut up and put in the apple pie or something like that. You remember the story on the apple pie versus the apple. You bury the apple pie, come back a day later, it got maggots. You, I mean, you know what I'm saying, you put that you put that apple out there, it's going to decompose and, you know, turn different colors and all that, but it ain't going to have the maggots. It ain't going to have flies like that. You know what I'm saying? The apple pie got some other things going on with it where within, you know, a few minutes of sitting outside in the sun, things are going to attract to it. Where you put an apple out there, it's not going to do that. You know what I mean? That's because it's natural. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go into, oh, yeah, this is a good uh, cleansing juice right here before going to this last part. Apple fennel cleansing juice is a half a fennel bulb, two apples, um, some red cabbage, preferably not from China, okay, All right. a small red lemon or lime, and you drip that over there in there, and you, you blend all that together or juice that together. If you're going to juice it, you might need four apples and uh, more than half a small red cabbage. Then again, you, you go ahead and you experiment with it and experience it and see how what it does for you and, and with the first one or and the second one as well. But that's a good cleansing one. You will um, see health benefits from that. Also, you're going to use the bathroom pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Add a little cayenne pepper to that. You know, it, it burns going in, so it might burn coming out, like we say. But that's a good way to detox and get that thing, get those toxins out of there. It's also another good one. Um, for the cleansing process, the full body cleanse is uh, another good juice where you have um, lemon, maple syrup, cayenne, and it's like this. You you get half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, put it in 10-ounce glass, then you get four teaspoons, I mean four tablespoons of freshly squeezed lemon juice. You put that in a glass of warm with warm water and stir it very thoroughly. Then you put half a teaspoon of organic maple syrup to sweeten it if that's what you would desire, if you choose to. This is uh, this drink empty the stomach, and it will help cleanse out your colon. So you can do this once a month or twice a month, but it helps release and eliminate toxins out the body. The kind of pepper breaks down the mucus in your colon, and the lemon juice eliminates the toxins. So uh, you, you can do that. Like I said, the cayenne is hot in, so it's hot out. You know what I'm saying? So it'll help, you know what I'm saying? But it might sting a little bit, 
especially if it's your first time. All right. Um, but you're going to have a reaction. You're going to use the bathroom as soon as you're that in. Well, a few minutes afterwards, so get ready. Get ready. Get ready. All right. That's peace. Um, so the bottom line is when it comes to detoxing and cleansing um, to obtain a healthy and natural body or body contributing to the divine soul is about taking care of yourself in the best way possible. And we are the only ones that are responsible for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So it takes you to do you. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, as my father said on his transitionary bed, again, is take care of yourself because ain't nobody going to take care of you for you. I, so that detoxing right there, and that brings about a balance of the lower and higher self as well. Remember, you know, the lower self is dwelling down there in the blood, in the, in that, um, you know, the root chakra, in the blood, you know what I'm saying? The higher self is fused within the blood. Some people call it chi, energy or whatnot, prana, fused within the blood and goes through the body. That's the intelligence, you know what I'm saying? So getting those two working together and sparking back together in the proper cocaine of the day or the biorhythms of the day, it will uh, help regulate certain metabolisms and certain functions of hormones in the body, and then that will also produce and help uh, the, what we will call the equivalent of the immortal body being back online, you know what I'm saying? So detox and getting those things out, you know, that's not necessary, and putting the things back in that are necessary. And through the detox process, you don't want to put anything in there that's toxic because if you want a full detox, then it will be uh, going against the grain to be putting in things that are not uh, positive or not uplifting or beneficial for the detox process, right? All right. So that's, uh, you know, that's spring cleaning with intent. And, you know, the house ain't necessarily the external house at all in all aspects, but that is partial, you know what I'm saying, because if um, you're looking at it properly, if the house is in disorder, you know, and ain't in my eye, then the life or the manifestation will be in disorder. So a toxic lifestyle or a disordering type of lifestyle will bring about a disorder in our manifestation or what we are bringing to the table. That's who we are. You know what I'm saying? Again, the higher self is creating through consciousness. It's, it's manipulating the energy, basically. You know, remember, energy cannot be destroyed or created. It can only be transformed and transferred. So when we are transforming and transferring this energy outwardly through the brain receiving and translating the energy and then the ego perceiving and then reacting and responding to the to the energy, it can be on a lower vibration or a higher vibration. So we need to bring both of them together. And remember, the lower vibration is the animated self, the lower self, basically. And it's the perception, it's the personality, it's the ego, you know what I'm saying? And it relates to the stimulus. So when we can, we can actually observe what we're participating with through the stimulation, and then we say, okay, let's bring that back up. Or per aunt, the house of light, or hexaru, the house of light, light, you know what I'm saying? Per aunt meaning the house of life, hexaru meaning the house of light. Bringing that back up to the heart region through intent and mind. And then it goes into the common gland, you know what I'm saying, or it's, it reawakens her root, you know what I'm saying. The two sides being equivalent to uh, Asir and Aset, and then the central uh, avenue, the Sushamana being in relation to her root, the sun, you know what I mean. So 
We have the left brain being a seared, the right brain being a set, you know what I'm saying, the left brain being activity, then the middle being the seed or the light or the information that is being brought forth, you know what I mean? So that's that solaric step down, that, you know, cosmic, um, galactic, solaric, photonic step down information. That's the information that's infused in the light. That's what you're breathing in at all times of the day. That's what is in the vessel of all these objects that we have in this realm, you know what I'm saying, of physical reality. So we got to detox inside for the detoxification on the outside, you know what I mean? And if I have time, I'm going to read this real fast, something I put together called digestion. Digestion is contributing to the continuous natural circuit until it is finished. Let's break down on digestion. So when it comes to good digestion, everything matters. Lifestyle, emotions, attitude, time and habits, and environment all contribute to the art of digestion. Digestion is not just getting food in, it's getting the food out. You know, saying regular in means regular out. It is the absorption and the assimilation of the nutrients for the construction and repair of cells and the nourishment of the whole body. Food envelops our whole world and everything we do in everywhere we go, no matter what country or culture. All social interactions revolve around questions of did you eat, what do you want to eat, where should we eat, where, do you, where are we going to eat, you know, and if we stop eating, the world seems to stop altogether as well. When indigestion appears, it is a signal, it is a red flag, and it tells us to slow down and watch what we are eating. We need to treat our stomachs like we would treat a baby. Be very sensitive. We savor every bite and every gulp of even water. When the laws of our physical body are compromised, we know, and we, um, when the laws of our physical body are compromised, we may not pay attention until later on in life. With symptoms like irritable bowel movements, I mean, irritable bowel syndrome, hyperglycemia, fibromyalgia, ulcers, arthritis, eczema, colon cancer, and etc. Some of us pay right away in the form of stomach ache, headache, glassiness, or uh, gas, diarrhea, or indigestion. Some of us may even seek medical assistance, but most of us walk around with these problems for years and pay no attention to them. Conventional medical doctors are good at finding their acute problems, but they have difficulty treating some of the above-mentioned chronic complaints. Often the answer can be found in watching what we eat and how we eat it. You know what I'm saying? So people seem to pay more attention to the advertising and the media than they do to their own stomachs. You know, have you had a, a burger today or, you know, have it your way right away? Have you had McDonald's? You know what I'm saying? But the old, the old saying is that um, the eyes are bigger than the stomach, and it seems that this society is very true. You know what I'm saying? So self-control begins in the mind. Discipline begins in the mind. We need to make conscious decisions and monitor our food intake at every meal. Overconsumption is the number one cause of indigestion, and this American society symbolizes this greatly. When America goes to other countries, they see the American and they identify us by the size of our stomachs. You know what I'm saying? So in America, drugstores, antacids, laxatives, and headache remedies are all needed due to overeating and the best-selling and they are they the best-selling pharmaceuticals. In America, it has become an anatomical sepsis society where the only thing that we successfully digest is the advertisements on TV. 
So as I stated earlier, we are not, so as I stated earlier, not only should we watch what we eat, we should watch how we eat it. So that means that in a couple of with society, this to and fro, got to get it, reality, we often eat while we're on a train, the plane, driving in the car, reading, talking, watching TV, um, or riding in the elevator. And let's not forget, uh, some people even eat on the way to the toilet. You know what I'm saying? So we need to be more observant of where we are when we are eating, how we are eating, you know what I'm saying, what we are eating. Chew your food about 40, 50 times masticated is what it's called because digestion begins in the mind, but it, it, the actual enzymes are produced in the mouth to break down the carbohydrates that is called amylase and petalin. And when it goes to the stomach or for the proteins, and proteins are eating last, so the order of digestion should be drink your waters first, then foods, fruits and vegetables, fruits, then vegetables, then we go into the carbohydrate complex carbohydrates like rice or, or whatever it may be, the grains. Then we eat the proteins, whatever that may be, uh, like your um, meat, eggs, or whatever uh, you may eat as your your, your uh, protein. That should be the last thing because it takes the longest to digest. The easiest digesting food should be eaten first. That's water and or soups, and then eat your fruits because that's easy to digest. And then go into the vegetables because that can be starchy and also uh, more complex carbohydrate than uh, fruit, and then go into your your other um, complex carbohydrates, which will be the grains like rice, amaranth, or quinoa, or farro, what, what may have you, and then eat your protein. Protein is going to last because, like I said, those, you know, as you know, those, those take longer to uh, digest and get things, all right? Um, about to go... Into the end of uh, this session, might have a few more minutes, but I think it's about to close out. So I'm gonna go ahead and and bridge on out of here on this bridge on Bill Frost real quick. Go into the uh, into the other realms to the ethers. Nah, I'm gonna see you on the other side for a minute. I get thanks and everything. I appreciate you guys uh, participating and, and joining in. Um, if you do have any questions, go ahead and pose them now before, you know, or forever hold your peace. Not forever, though. You know what I'm saying? I get thanks. I hear your questions, and I, I, hopefully I already answered them. And if I didn't, then, you know, in the astral, in the ancestral realm, whatnot, in the ox star, we will connect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've already connected, but there ain't no such thing as time and space. Let's get this thing, keep it moving and popping like it is. Let me pop. You know what I'm saying? Just stay positive in our movements and, and keep continuing doing what we're doing in this divine cycle. You know what I'm saying? This uh, nutrition, this divine infinite cycle. I close out here. A little music for us. Thank you very much, but it's, it's really not trivia, it's big. African thinking, African philosophy is a big thing. But Africans think and Africans do in a different way. I'm in the pimped out old school, changeable. Chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean interior. 
65 something, no dreaming, side beams, light streams, and faulty faucets, drinking false hopes, wash our brain with soap, operatives lurk over shoulders at work, frail supervisors, I fail super fly snooker, super flex Luca, referee shooter, positions elevated, ain't no guessing, ain't no reason what's the purpose. Nothing's accidental, we met a long time ago Age was cosmic, universal Before social changed its color of law A book that I saw, Equilibrium, Stealth Comedian That is why you are trapped in this society They live in a we society and Europeans live in a me society. It's a different kind of concept. I'm the last word preacher, spitting preacher, standing on the throne. Secret keeper, mysteries known, days in at the horizon, the holiday end, Friday, Christmas weekend, trapped in the calendar, beastly transformations, see, look, observations, cipher nano, pick the tempo, ratio, running from a dirty toe, Frito, eating Cheetos, I work three jobs, pay for three homes, Michael Reno and Tito, ten man line, the scarecrow, the did not even sign his name. Because the art was created for the whole people. And when you see the folk philosophy, the philosophy, the folk law. Yeah, scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.